You're listening to the Church Planner Starter Kit, Episode 8. I'm Robbie Fowler, your host. Here's what Rusty, an Acts 29 church planter, has said about the Church Planner Starter Kit. He says, I was stuck, but this stuff is so important, yet outside my comfort zone. But with the help of the Church Planner Starter Kit, our church website is helping us reach the people we're called to reach. In today's episode, I'm going to show you how to become known in your area as a recognized expert or authority for your core topic. You see, I believe that if you really want to reach more of the people you're called to reach with the gospel, then you and I must learn to be skilled missionaries online with your church website and your brand, or what I call it, digital missionary. So in each episode, I share some simple, actionable steps that you can take to reach people with the gospel using your website and your brand. Today, I'm going to tell you exactly what you should be blogging about, and here's a hint, you already know it, why it's way easier than you think, and what your goals should be for starting a blog on your church website. In the previous episode, we looked at why should a pastor or a church planter blog? Why should you do it? And I shared with you that I've actually changed my own opinion or thought on that. I used to say no. Now I say absolutely 100% yes. In the previous episode, we looked at three things that happen when you blog. One is you can begin to create a buzz, right? That's very important. You're a new church, you're a church plant, you're something new in town. So any way that you can kind of create a buzz in a positive way is a good thing, right? Because you want to get the word out. Uh, A second thing we looked at real quick was this blogging gives you something to promote on social media, right? There's only so much you can say. If you don't have a blog, there's only so much you can say about your gathering or an informal, um, you know, introductory meeting on social media. You can't post day after day after day about one upcoming meeting or gathering or, you know, discovery meeting. And then the third thing we looked at was it helps you start forming a great habit of using the web as a digital missionary. So go back and listen to episode seven if you want the answer about why you should blog as a church planter or a pastor. So today, we're going to take just a couple of minutes to look and answer the question, what should I blog about? What should I blog about? Because I know you're probably sitting there thinking, what in the world would I write about? What, what would I even blog about? Because I'm not a writer. That's not what I do. I know you've got a million things to do as a church planter, But I got good news. What I'm asking you to do is actually probably way easier than you think. So before you push stop or move on to another podcast, just give me a couple minutes and I think you'll see, oh, that's what I could write about. And that's not as hard as I thought. So we talked a little bit in episode seven about this. But I want to dive into this just uh, a little bit more here. Here's what you want to to write about as a church planter or a pastor. You want to write about or around the topic of kind of what I call your specific church focus. Okay, 
like we looked at a little bit in episode seven, every church, every church planter, every pastor, right? Your church is likely called to do something um, that is unique and different than the other churches around you. Now, you're all called to share the gospel. You're all called to make disciples. But there's something particular about your story, about why you feel called to plant, about why this city, this context, this area of the city. There's something specific um, that has kind of propelled you for to do your church plant and to do it the way that you feel called to do it, right? And so there is almost always a, a kind of core topic or a subject um, that just is really important to you, and this is what you want to write about. The example I shared last time is from a friend who is planting a church in the South, and he's planting in an area where two towns connect. One is kind of classic white, upper middle class, uh, you know, Southern white America, Southern white church. And bumping right up against that to the north is a lower socioeconomic um, community, primarily a African-American or black community. And so this is exactly why he is going to plant there, okay? So his example, uh, an example of his core topic, what would he blog about? He's going to blog around the gospel in the South and the black and white race issue as it relates in particular to the church in the South, okay? Every one of his blogs can be should be traced back to that topic, okay? Gospel in the South, white and black, particularly uh, as it relates to the church, okay? Uh, That's critical to his church and why he feels called to plant. I've got another friend who's planting in a completely different context, different area, and the kind of people that he feels called to reach, uh, the, the... key theme and the topic that keeps coming up is relationships and in particular uh, loneliness. So so the people that he feels called to reach, one of the common denominators in uh, these folks as he's uh, you know doing life with them, talking with them, having them over at the house, is all of these folks, even though they come from a few different walks of life, all of them uh, are struggling with loneliness. They're busy, they're working hard, um, but but they feel lonely. And so for him, his main topic is going to be to talk about relationships, uh, friendships, um, you know, how to do that, and then kind of his his particular people he's called to reach. He's, he's reaching out to, um, you know, kind of the, the, the health and fitness um, workout crowd there and um, some teachers and educators and some other relationships that he has. And so it's very easy for him to begin to blog and write around those topics. He can he can talk about health workouts, um, you know, what to do at the local gym and easily connect that back to relationships, um, friendships, loneliness, you know, things you can do when you're lonely. So it's it's that easy. We're talking about writing about something that you're already passionate about, okay? 
So what do you blog about? You take, you know, one or two of the things that you want your church to be known for that were a large reason you feel and felt called to plant to begin with that uh, you might call them North Stars, right? These are things that I don't care what, you know, what other things uh, happen or don't happen. We are going to die on this hill, right? We are going to be about this. It might be social justice. It might be, um, you know, Bible literacy. It, it could be anything, but whatever it is that you know is kind of core to who your church is and what you feel called to do, how you feel called to do it, why you feel called to do it, there is, there's usually in there some specific kind of uh, topic that you could be writing about. Okay, so that's the good news. We're not talking about uh, writing primarily, you know, exegetical Bible studies. Uh, we're not we're not talking about you having to be some award winning Pulitzer Prize winning author plugging out books. No, we're saying you're going to start blogging around kind of the key focus area or topic that. Um, that caused you to plant the church to begin with. It's not just that, hey, this area needs a church. It's usually not just that this area, you know, needs the gospel. There's usually some something something that is uh, particular to your context and your calling and your own story that uh, is is the area you want to start blogging about. Okay, so this is something that's been on your heart and mind for a long time. And that is, as you can see, that's what makes this easier to start writing about, because this is already something that you're passionate about. This is already something that you've spent a lot of time thinking about, praying about, seeing it in scripture, uh, talking with friends. Maybe if you've gone to conferences, right, these are the breakout sessions you've gone to. These are the people that you seek out at the conference to ask them questions around that topic. So you, you've already done tons and tons of research before you ever even thought about, should I blog and what would I blog about or what would I write about, okay? So there is your answer in really simple terms. What should you blog about? Blog around your kind of key church focus topic um, that, that is important to you and to your church, okay? Now, here's the second piece of good news, I want to tell you. Not only is it something you already know something about, I, I can promise you that when it comes to writing blog posts about this, you can keep the blog post much simpler than you think, okay? And here's what I mean. Whatever your kind of key focus area, topic, your main subject that you land on, Okay, that we just talked about. Whatever that is, I can assure you that you know way, way, way more about that than the normal people that would be reading your blog in your context, in your city. Okay? Because no one else has the kind of time that you uh, have now and have put into this to think about this. They're all swamped and busy 
with their own lives, with the own things that are, that are important to them or to their families. They're experts in other areas, but I can assure you it's not this. You've read more blog posts about this topic. You've read more books about this topic. You've watched more online videos. You've been to more conferences. You've listened to more sermons. You've prepared more sermons. So you're, you have a PhD in whatever that kind of main area or topic is, and you need to think of the people that you're blogging to. They're, they're down at the first or second grade level, okay? Not because you're way smarter than them, but because you have had a ton more time, energy, and effort poured into this than they do. And so what that means is you can write the things that are very, very basic, very, very simple around this that will actually help them because that's where they are when it comes to this topic or this subject, whatever yours is. Okay, so if we think back to the earlier example of my friend planting in the South, his kind of main core topic is the gospel plus race in the South, particularly as it relates to the church, okay? Well, it is very easy for him to write really simple articles around really simple questions that um, he may think, well, surely they already know this. Surely they've already thought about this. Uh, I know I've heard it at a conference or two, and I'm sure he's heard it at at a conference or two, that, you know, Sunday mornings are the most segregated. Uh, it's the most segregated time in our in our country because whites go to their church, blacks go to their church, right? We, we've heard that. He could easily write a blog post about that because much of the people in his context, number one, probably actually have never heard that quote because, again, they're not at the same conferences we go to. They're not listening to the same things we're listening to. Number two, if they have heard it, that's, that's about it. That's as deep as it went. They heard it. Maybe it had a, a short, small impact on them. But, you know, their life and the other stuff that's going on in their world has kind of crammed that out, pushed that out. So writing a simple blog post around that or a number of posts around that is super, super simple. If we take the other example of uh, my friend that's in a context where all these people keep coming to him, and the key theme is that they're lonely, right? So this, this, uh, his topic of kind of relationships, friendships, it, it can be as simple as a blog post uh, about three things you can do to uh, grow a friendship when you first meet somebody. Okay, three things you can try this week. You know, ask a one friend to uh, join you for lunch or dinner. Okay, it's that classic, right? You got to eat 21 on average, 21 meals a week. Anyway, you're eating three meals a day, seven days a week. Just be intentional. Pick one or two or three and uh, share that with a friend. Invite a friend. He could write a blog post about that, several posts about that. Super simple, unbelievably practical. Um it, it is not rocket science. You don't have to write a dissertation. So what should you blog about? You should blog about that kind of main focus topic subject that's super important to why you planted the church. 
or why your church exists, if you're a pastor of an existing church, you know, what is it that you feel called and compelled in particular to do? Right around that. And number two, keep it really, really simple because I promise you, you know way more about that topic than your audience does. Okay? Uh, as an example, whatever that is, you could literally probably take 10 minutes. If you took a 10 minute walk, got up, got out of your office, got out of the coffee shop, put your stuff in the car, just maybe you pop some headphones in and, and listen to a little light music or something. But if you took a 10 minute walk, I, I bet you could come up with 10, 20, 30 topics, uh, kind of, kind of 30. 10, 20, 30 articles off the top of your head if you just had a pen and paper as you walked and you just jotted down some ideas. It's that simple because you've thought about this and, and again, put so much effort and energy to this. This is, this, this is not hard for you to do. You could just take in a few minutes, you could, I guarantee you, you could come up with several different articles. Okay? So, I want you to blog. I think it's super helpful and important for church planters. What should you blog about? Now you know. You already know what you should blog about. It's what you already know. It's what's super important. It's part of the reason that you planted the church. And I want to talk just for a second about, okay, well, what is the goal? What is the goal? Well, one of the goals is, um, and hear me out, uh, it's, it's you... This gives you the opportunity, you and your church, to become the expert or the authority in your context, in your city, in your area, okay? It it gives you the opportunity over time to become kind of the recognized expert or authority in town on your area of focus, okay? So think back again to my friend planting in... um, and his main topic is gospel, black and white in the South, okay? That's what he is writing about. As he begins to blog about that and write about that um, and generate some traction around that over time, not overnight, but over time, people in town, as his church plant by God's grace grows, begin to know that he and that and his church, when it comes to any of those issues, the gospel, Religion in the South, black and white issue. Oh, he's the guy that knows about that. They're the church that knows about that. They're the church that's aware of that. There's the church that talks about that. There's the church that's trying to do something about that. He becomes, they become, that church becomes, over time, known as kind of the recognized experts around that topic, okay? And we won't go into all the details, but you can imagine how helpful that is in your context, right? In my in the other example about relationships and loneliness, if 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 that planter and that church become known as this is a place that talks about that, that um, addresses it, that talks about you know he, maybe he writes a couple of articles about depression um, because of loneliness and isolation, and uh, maybe he gets a few testimonials from people in his church plant that have dealt with that and how the gospel is uh, addressing that in their lives, and you've got several blog posts there, right? When one friend who comes across one of those blog posts um, is talking with another friend about relationships or loneliness, right? Super simple for them to go, hey, 
check this out. Go check them out. Even if they don't know the article, right? They'd say, you know, it's blah, blah, blah church. Go look. And there's a really cool article um, about that. So as you do this over time to something that's super, super important to you, right? This kind of key focus, key topic, Uh, focus area for your church, this thing that propelled you in a large measure to feel called to plant this church this way at this time, this spot, right? Over time, as you blog, you become known as that expert or authority figure in, in around that topic. Now, that's not to give you a big head. That's not to say that you're the end all be all that you know everything. That's not the point. The point is now you begin, again, you've got another stake in the ground, like a great missionary that, that, that makes it easier for people that don't know Jesus, that struggle with whatever that main topic is, to begin to gather around, rally around, check it out, be interested, and, and you're, putting, um, you know, you're putting something out there that makes the gospel meaningful and attractive to them. Okay, so that's the goal. Now, here's a kind of super geeky side benefit that we'll get into in another episode. But another benefit of blogging over time is it will actually boost your SEO, your search engine optimization, okay? Blogging creates more content on your site, and that is very, very good for search engine optimization. We'll talk about that at another time, but that's just another added benefit uh, if you'll if you'll take the charge up and give this a shot. Okay, one other um, tip to kind of pass along as you start to think about this, right? So you probably should know whatever that main topic or focus area is. That probably should be pretty simple for you to figure out. You know that writing about it, you you just keep it simple because you know way more about this than your audience. And you know that the goal over time is by God's grace, again, maybe you would be known as a church and a uh, a pastor or planter that is for that, about that, uh, seeking to help people around whatever that focus area is. Okay? So as you do this, if you'll get the ball rolling, it will generate conversation. You'll be talking to someone, and you can you can now say, "Oh, I actually wrote an article about that, or a blog post about that." Or the other thing that happens is, as you're in regular conversation around people, if this is a main focus area for your church, it's going to come up in conversation. You're going to bring it up. Someone else is going to bring it up, and so you just begin to make note of what kinds of questions do people have when I'm just in conversations with them. Um, what kind of things do they, you know, not see or perceive around this topic or, or focus area? What light bulbs go off in their head when I mention this or ask this question? Okay, and so that's how, on an ongoing basis, you just make a note of that in your normal everyday life uh, when it involves that kind of key topic area, either questions they have, struggles that you see, successes that you see around that, uh, and the people that you're you know, talking to and and doing life with. Sometimes, you know, it's even overhearing conversation around you. Uh, If you're working at the coffee shop or something, you just start to make note of that. And that becomes uh, future blog articles. It's, it's that, it's that simple. Okay. So hopefully you're, you're, I've wet your appetite and you go, wait a minute, I could do this. This is not that hard. It's really, really helpful and beneficial. And it's another great way to be a 
great missionary using, you know, using the web, using your brand, uh, being online. Be, it's a great way to be a digital missionary, to grow in that skill and in that regard, to, to get the gospel in the hands of more people, which, and particularly the people you're called to reach. And that's what, that's what you're there for, right? That's what we want. Okay, I've got, as usual, a great bonus for you. I think where the list stands now, I've got 20 ways uh, to generate blog topic ideas, 20 ways for you to, to get started. So you could take this list, start writing an article around it, and you'd have 20 articles around this. And these will, I'm sure, give you ideas for, for many more. So I just took literally like 10 minutes, hammered these out, that's how easy it is. So I want you to grab that uh, download, 20 ways for you to generate blog topic ideas for individual articles, right? 20 ways for you to get the, um, to generate blog topic ideas. You can get that at the Church Planter website, Church Planter Starter Kit website. That's in this episode. That's churchplanterstarterkit.com forward slash eight for episode eight churchplannerstarterkit.com forward slash eight. You'll see um, the uh, download there. You can grab it there. Or as always, you can look in the show notes and I'll link to the uh, to the site and the show notes to this episode and you can go grab it there. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you're encouraged. I hope that you're beginning to see the power and the potential of using your website, your brand, being online, using all of that and being a digital missionary and that helping you reach the people you're called to reach. Uh, I, Like I always say, you're called to plant, I'm called to help. So thanks again for listening to this episode. If you would, if this has been helpful, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes, not to make me famous, but because that helps uh, this get into the hands of more church planters and pastors who want to reach their city with the gospel. So uh, do that if you wouldn't mind. You can head over to iTunes, go to the podcast, leave a rating and a review. Uh, If you leave your name and or church, I'll give you a shout out on the podcast, but that is a great way to help get the word out. Thanks so much. Hope you have a great week. In the next episode, I'm going to give you some real uh, simple, practical tips to help with the actual writing of the article. And I think that'll be real helpful, uh, particularly for those of you that go, I'm just not a writer, okay? I'm going to give you some real great, simple tools um, that will help you with the actual writing of the articles. So until then, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being patient with my summer schedule. I'm recording this um, because the kids are out of the house today. (laughs) Uh, So I'll try to get another episode back up soon, but I'm having to do that in between kids being at home because it's summertime. Thanks so much. See you on the next episode.